Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let Neptune strike ye dead, Winslow. Oh! Triton, hark! Bellow, bid our father, the sea king, rise from the depths full, foul in his fury. Black waves teeming with salt foam to smother this young mouth with punch and slime. To choke ye, engorging your organs till ye turn blue and bloated with builds and brine and can scream no more. Only when he, crowned in cockle shells with slithering tentacle tail and steaming beard, take up his fell befinned arm. His coral tine trident screeches banshee-like in the tempest and Plunges right through your gullet, bursting ye, a bulging bladder no more, but a blasted bloody film now, a nothing for the harpies and the souls of dead sailors to pick and claw and feed upon, only to be lapped up and swallowed by the infinite waters of the dread emperor himself. Forgotten to any man, to any time. Forgotten to any god or devil. Forgotten even to the sea. For any stuff or part of Winslow, even any scantling of your soul is Winslow no more, but is now itself the sea. All right, have it your way. I like to cook it. Alright folks, it's another episode of America's Hometown Horror and tonight's episode is brought to you yet again by Omeo. Uh, Omeo, in case you haven't heard, Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you all of the train, bus, flight and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021 and best of all, Using Omeo saves you time and money, and that's a win-win in our books. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to omeo.com, that's O-M-I-O.com, and use the code O-M-I-O-5 at checkout. It's only valid until July 31st, so you better get on that shit real quick. Get it's up on it. For new users only on all modes of transport, it's just the pick-me-up that 2021 needs. Omeo, plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply and remember, there is enchantment in the light. What? <laughs> what? Oh boy. What? 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 <laughs> what? 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 And away we go. <laughs> what is up? What is up, folks? 
Welcome into another episode of America's Hometown Horror. My name is Mike, and I am your host. Good to be here. Good to be heard. Good to be seen on uh, YouTube. Not really seen, but uh, you can, I guess, watch our episodes on YouTube. The good audio to be felt. Only good to be felt. But uh, yeah, I, uh, as always, I, I am not here alone. I'm joined by my esteemed co-hosts, Super my esteemed, esteemed shithead fellow co-hosts, uh, Andrew. And Kat, what's Hello. up, you two? Hello. What? What? What is up? Oh what is what up? Is what up? is up? Nothing. Can't it, help myself. It's about Sorry. to. It is about to get fucking weird in here, baby. Oh, oh my god, are we talking about a weird movie tonight? Face. There is enchantment in the light, indeed. But uh, so, what's been going on? How you guys been doing? What's new since Dude, the last time we been recorded? A while, I feel like yeah. I don't know why it's been so long. We took a little break. A little bit. Well, we, we took bit. one, and then we did the one reading episode. We did and then take we a little bit of, of a break, yeah. yeah. But it's but been I a mean, bit. It's been a while. So this is the first episode that we've put out since we did our our, our attempt at a live read of The Raven. If you're listening to something. this and you listened to that, hopefully you enjoyed it, and uh, you know you didn't laugh at us too hard, and you had some fun while doing it. I think we had some fun while doing it as well. I had a fucking blast. Cat continues to uh, Snapchat us while we do our interest to our show, and I, I hate when she does it because the videos always come out so bad. I don't know why. You're not even pointing. Because we're never even looking right now. at it. But so, uh, hello, hello, but yeah. Hey, so in other news, I, I survived Las Vegas. I heard. I'm uh, back in one piece. And uh, safe to say my hellish stretch of three-week wedding chaos is over with. Now I have about two weeks until our uh, next wedding. Yes. Right, Kat? Correct. I think we have two weeks. A little of, less. A little yeah, less. a little bit less now at this point. But uh, we're, we're, you know, we have a little bit of time to like decompress and record some episodes. A lot of, I, mean, I, I can't complain because, again, no, it ha- like you said, has been a lot of partying, uh, a lot of celebrating. And it's nice to kind of like uh, just chill out for a little while, I think. Yeah. You know, why don't you, you, know, why some, you just spill your why beans, just spill your beans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you guys been watching anything interesting lately? I know Kat and I have uh, followed up on a few things. We finished Fear Street. Yeah, we right? uh, we watched Fear Street Part 2 and Fear Street Part 3. Andrew, did you watch any of the uh, the rest of the two movies? I have not. Okay. You know what? We didn't finish it, though. We have about 20 minutes left in Fear Street Part 3. Oh, yeah. I forgot about and, that. And uh, I, I, for one, I don't know how you feel about having seen the second and third movies. I haven't seen the end of the third movie quite yet. Um, I think they've gotten better as they've gone on. I think the second one was better than the first one, and I think the third one is actually better than both of the first two, to be honest with you. I don't know what you think. I want to finish them before I pass judgment, Mm. because I still have 20 minutes left, and if there's some sort of good ending, then I might might change my mind. Yeah, it's... um, I want to see how they stick the landing, but I have an idea of where they're going to go. Um... But I, I'm very pleased having watched the second and third movies of the Fear Street series. And obviously, you know, we did an episode on Fear Street Part 1, which we all liked to varying degrees. So I would say to, you know, you, Andrew, and anyone else out there listening, go check out the Fear Street series. They're all pretty pretty goddamn good. I've thought about watching the other ones. Yeah, I would check it out for sure. Should. Yeah. So we also got uh, the trailer for Malignant, which is the new James Wan horror movie. Did either of you guys see this? No. I have not. No, so I watched it. It actually looks uh, it looks pretty cool, which, I mean, pretty much anything James Wan does. You know, James Wan, if you're not familiar, he's done The Conjuring. He was the writer and director of the first Saw movie. He did Insidious. So yeah. it's the mind behind all of those movies. It's got a pretty good... I don't reputation. think he really has a bad movie, to be honest with you. And this is his new horror movie that's coming out in October and it's an original story which 
that holds a special place in my heart because I feel like everything these days is some sort of an adaptation of some sort of comic or story or something. And I like when people come up with original ideas. But from a trailer, looks pretty cool. Looks like it's a supernatural slasher type <sighs> movie. Oh, I like that. I always pass judgment. The supernatural thing is okay. I don't, it's not my favorite. You don't like ghost stories and I mean, like all that stuff? No, like I feel like mean, that's like demons. I feel like that's not true at all. I feel like you like all of that stuff and it scares the well, shit no, out of you. Well, no, Cat loves slashers. Cat loves slashers and like, real likes, life scares. Like, you like yeah. Conjuring? Yeah. I do. I do. Yeah? No? But I like, wrong? But like what Mike said. I like real life scares and like slasher films. Like real life scares scare me more than like aliens or monsters or like. But you don't you see, that's, that's the shit that I love. You don't think that like paranormal. Stuff could be. I real. haven't been. I haven't had an experience like I haven't been haunted no, by a ghost or anything. I mean, I make I things up in be. my head, absolutely, mm. but that's my own head. Well, obviously, not. Andrew has had some experience with that. Right. Makes you sound yeah. like an insane person when you say you want to make things up in your own head. No, I do that's make them scary. up. I'm saying I do make them up. Oh, so you say not you, that I. So, <laughs> so you are insane. Yeah. Yes. My uh, experiences are based in reality because right. I've experienced them See, not I, something yeah. I make up in my insane head of right, myself exactly. which That's I right. can understand but that I is realize. much scarier because God only knows what you can make up in one's head mm. it could be all over the yeah. place yeah like that's scary. Right. I'm I've scared never for you. you. Yes. You are making me scared for yourself. Yeah. I hear ye. Every I hear day, ye. Every day is Hark. Hark. Hark indeed. Uh, we also got another uh, quick 30-second trailer for the new season of What We Do in the Shadows, Catherine. I don't know if you saw this. No, I didn't. Um, so we're so basically, it's a it's a little 30-second commercial with Nandor walking around the vampire mansion wearing a VR headset, picturing himself being outside in the sun. Oh my god, that's amazing! And he's just like bumping into shit in the mansion. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But it also dropped in that 30-second uh, teaser that we're getting a two-episode premiere of season three of What We Do in the Shadows. Nice. Uh, on September 2nd. Okay. Yeah. That's soon. That's exciting. Real soon. I mean, that's kind of crazy. Six yeah. weeks Thank away? Five August weeks is, away? I know. My God. It's almost. It's about to be August. Like yeah. this week. Which is I can't wait coming. for winter. I'm so sick of the heat. Stop it. Shut up. Keep <laughs> fucking for the Are birds. Are you serious? Yeah. Hold your tongue. Hold when your you work outside in the heat, hold your and tongue. just go enjoy uh, the heat by okay. sitting at a beach, oh. then you can talk. Oh, God. Fine. Fair. Hark. So, yeah, those couple of things came out. And, yeah, watch watch Fear Street. But uh, the only actual piece of news that I, I, I felt we should comment on that I saw uh, came out, actually, right, right before we recorded this episode. So... I think we talked about this on a prior episode, but uh, they're making the new Exorcist movie. And it's directed by David Gordon Green, who directed the Halloween reboot in 2018. Oh, DGD. DGD. Uh, and apparently he came out in the news and said that this is going to be, like Halloween 2018, a direct sequel to the original Exorcist. And is going to not ignore <coughs> all the other sequels... But make them at some in some sense canon, but it's going to basically be a sequel to the first movie. That's 
some fucking balls. It is. To, yeah. That's which, quite an endeavor. So props yeah. to him for even trying it. I hope it works out well. Yeah. I'm I have, sure we'll see Even it. if it's bad, I still give him props because that's that takes some stones to just be yeah. like, oh, you know what I'm going to do and make a uh, remake, a uh, uh, follow-up to is uh, The Exorcist. One of the yeah. best horror Which is one of the best horror movies like, of all yeah. time. I mean, by, by all accounts, most people say it's the scariest movie ever made. I don't I think so. I don't think so either, but uh, in my childhood, it, w- it scared me senseless. So, I don't know. He has a tall task at hand, but, you know, the 2018 Halloween sequel was very successful. Um, in case people haven't been listening, Mike, what do you find scarier than The Exorcist? What's your scariest movie? Real quick. Uh, so I think my, I mean, uh, what's scarier than The Exorcist? To you, to you, personally, because everyone has a different... Mine's, mine's The Ring. Okay, Fair enough. Done. Because that doesn't have anything to do with the supernatural or ghosts, so I understand what you're saying. Because those things don't tape. scare you. Literally, <laughs> I, literally, you just said the so, same movie. So to put to put me in my it, it, to to get people in my lane, I I think the three movies that I've seen where I was the most scared the first time I saw them, just one. I don't want three. I no, want I'll give, one. I'll, I'll give no, you an just idea. One. Give it. Just one. Your Jaws. Top. Jaws. Jaws. Fair um, enough. Sharks. The Descent. No, no, no. No. And monsters. Aliens. So big scary monsters. Yep. Exactly. Scary monsters and nice sprites. So, right? as we all know, yes. I don't judge <laughs> movies based off of how scary they are to me mm-hmm. because nothing scares me. You can't scare me. Right. I don't get scared. Except for... Tough guy. There's, and, I, and when I say that this is the scariest movie to me, does not mean that this is my favorite horror movie. Phantasm. Already said this. Nope. That movie's not scary. Texas Chainsaw. That movie's awesome. No, The Strangers. Strangers scary. Scary. Movie. That yeah. movie scares the piss out of me because yeah, that is what happens probably more often than not. Yeah. Some fucking weirdos come to your house and just murder and just you. just murder you for no reason. Yeah. Absolutely. Is that terrifying? No. Yes. The yeah. ring is so, that yeah. weird creature that looks like will, What I will say, no. it, okay. we're talking about the Exorcist sequel here. Um, Linda Blair is still alive, who played Reagan in The Exorcist. She's um, like the grandmother in this? I don't know, but I think it's not off the table that we might see her returning for this movie. It's too bad she's not dead, because then she could be the demon that comes back and, like, scares everybody. Well, I'm glad she's alive, but, uh... Yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, no, uh, you, you mean her character or the, yeah, the person? Like, in reality. <laughs> like, just really <laughs> hard. All right. Like, that would be All terrifying. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I guess I guess we'll see what happens with this uh, Exorcist sequel. But that was the the most noteworthy uh, piece of news that I saw over the last uh, couple of days. And it actually just happened to break right before we started recording. So breaking news brought to you by America's hometown Hometown horror. Horror. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was gonna be brought to you by Shine Through Window. But that's uh, (laughs) that's that's what I got for news. Are you guys ready to get weird and talk about uh, tonight's topic? I'm ready to get real weird. I have no. It's going to get weird. I'm good. All right. I'm ready. What? All right. So at this point, that means you know we're going to start talking about the, uh, topic the 2019 movie, or dare I say the 2019 film, because this is very clearly a film, uh, courtesy of A24 Studios. One of the top films of all time. If I, we're talking film. Film. If we're talking film, are we talking film? I believe we are. We're talking yeah, film. Sure. Top yep. films yes. of all time. So that's how you should preface it. You think this is one of the top films of all time? Oh, yeah. Wow. wow. It's, wow. it's up there with... Every, I'm not saying horror movies. I'm just saying movie for movie, this movie hits it on every fucking gear. Am I wrong? I think it's safe to say that does, this is a... Can you name two better actors in one movie? 
I mean, I gotta think about it. I feel like. Um. Okay. Rear window. I mean, once upon a time in Rear Hollywood had a great cast. Rear window. Who's in Rear Window? I don't know. James I don't Stewart I mean, I don't and it, Audrey Hepburn. Mm-hmm. Two of the best actors. I'm saying, movie for movie, best acting in one movie. Like, there's no other actors. This movie needs no other. Tom actors. Hanks and Wilson. I would say <laughs> Tom Hanks and Wilson is a top. I thought you were gonna say Turner and Hooch. No, but you can go with that. I mean, Turner and Hooch works too. Turner and Hooch. You know they're making awesome. a new Turner and Hooch series for. Disney I don't want to see by it the way. because who's gonna be in that? Yeah, it's uh, apparently Jonah some, Hill and some some, some fucking, dude some uh, dude that's playing uh, some dude that's playing the son of Tom Hanks's character in Turner and Colin Hooch. Hanks. No, not Colin Hanks. The son of Tom he's Hanks really character. weird in that Dexter series. Yeah. Oh, he's in Dexter. Wait. Yeah, yeah, he's one of what? the kill- serial killers, and Colin Hanks is one of the main characters in a series with um. What's his name? In Dexter? Uh, uh, season... It's before the Trinity Killer. Um, okay, hold on. I, I didn't need know to that. look this up. Oh, okay. he's really good, and he's being mentored by some uh, very religious person. Okay. And it's a very famous actor. He's got pop marks all over his face. Dexter. He's like Spanish descent. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was in Dexter. Yeah, Who, I know. Hold on. Who was the other guy? What was the, what was the other guy's? What was the other main villain's I, name? I don't remember. Dexter? It's, you have the Wikipedia no, page pulled up. No, I just have Colin up. Hanks up here. Oh. All right. Um, well, to, to, to go off your point, I think this movie does more with less than about any movie of the last 10 years. And when I say less, I don't mean the acting. I just mean it's a minimalist movie. There are pretty much two actors the pretty, entire time. Pretty high budget, though. Uh, yeah, well, for a minimalist movie, it looks great. It sounds great. Visually, it's acted perfect. great. It's written great. I mean, this is a fantastic movie, and it, 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 again, a film. So you went for this. You went for this in like your top twenty movies of all time, regardless of genre. I mean, I'm not. I don't know if I'm ready to put it there yet. But twenty, 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 twenty. I mean, twenty. That's what? That's high company. It's high 20. company. So, of course, we're talking about The Lighthouse, a 2019 film directed by Robert Eggers. And I know we already started kind of giving our thoughts on this, so let's just talk about our overall thoughts on this movie. I know, uh, Andrew, you and I have seen this multiple viewings. Kat, you saw this for the first time the other day. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you thought about this movie? I honestly was um, <clears throat> blown a, little away. Bit, a little bit blown away. <laughs> Afraid? <to be> honest, <laughs> I was. See? Awesome. Um, Love it's it. dark. It's nuts. Um, you have to absolutely have the subtitles on when you watch it. Uh, yep. The sound effects, the score is amazing. Yeah. It's awesome. I love the way it was shot. I love that it's in like a water setting like because i mean water i love water i'm so thirsty all the time i'm like water (laughs) i've been around water all my life like the ocean i guess i'll be more specific i yar har yar i liked i liked everything i mean honestly everything about it it was awesome like it knocked it out of the park i was i was cat can i just say you've come so far You have like let go of your idiot takes of the past, <laughs> and finally Am I made up for it with this you episode. Finally, you totally finally redeemed, redeemed yourself. Wow. You've come so far. You have said the dumbest things I've ever heard possible on a podcast, and yet now today I none of those myself. none of <laughs> those even matter. matter because you actually liked a good movie, Andrew's and that makes so me so right fucking now. excited. Oh. Thank you so much. 
for not being I'm such a stuck in the mud. Oh, Otis, oh, don't get man. too excited. And you know what? Come on. Most people probably hate this fucking movie. No, I don't think so. I, don't I think people because Otis, come on, come on, come on. Come you on. have to, you Stop. have to, you have to be able to find Stop. a certain. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The level of pretentiousness inside yourself to enjoy this movie. Because oh, this absolutely. movie is super pretentious. <laughs> it's super fucking riddled with just dumb dialogue. Again, a, which a, is a, great a, dialogue. A film. This is a film. A film. It's yeah. a film. When I say a film, I mean a film. <coughs> so, I have an ability to find inside my inside my idiot self yep a certain pretentious viewing of certain movies yep which is why I can like this movie I feel like you have to be willing to get outside of your normal in the box type of movie like yeah there's comedies there's dramas there's horrors there's then then there's films this is a film this oh, is absolutely. a movie that does not belong you cannot box this movie in you cannot pick what this movie is it's not a psychological thriller it's not a horror movie it's not a comedy it's not a dark comedy it's not a drama it's not any of that fucking shit it's not a historical fucking reenactment of anything but it is and what it is yes it is all in the same it is every movie that you've ever wanted to watch is all in one it's everything it's a perfect movie this movie fucking slaps we well, slap you kind slap, of <laughs> slap. That's my answer. That movie fucking slaps. Otis agrees. So it's actually you. You took the question right out of my mouth. So like, is this a horror movie? It's a genreless movie. You cannot genre. I agree. It is very artistically shot, and that I feel like and it is a. Dra- I feel like it's a drama and it's very a comedy with horror elements. I feel like this movie is pretty comedic. It's you, yeah, fucking hilarious. Yeah, bro. Guy's jerking off to a scrimshaw mermaid. Yeah, exactly. I find that funny. Yeah. For some reason in my sick, twisted mind, I find that funny. Okay. But, all right, tis me. So, ye Winslow. Oh Hark! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Otis. Well, Otis Hark. Otis is here. <laughs> Otis is here, too, by the way. Uh, fish, uh, he's pissed that I didn't mention him at the spooky hound dog. Follow him on Instagram. Um, I think, in my personal opinion... Uh, Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe deliver the two best performances in a in a horror movie or a horror-ish movie in recent memory. Memory, they're both phenomenal, and I think the only other like if I I, I really racked my brain before I wrote this, and I was trying to think of like performances in horror movies over the last 10, 20 years or so, and I, I really could over the last ten, let's say. I could come up with two performances that were close to this in terms of the acting ability. One of them was Tony Collette in Hereditary, which yeah. uh, we did an episode on that. Go back and listen to that. That movie is also phenomenal. Another A24 horror movie, by the way. 
And the other one was uh, Lapita Nyong'o in Us. Oh wow! Oh yeah! Oh, she was phenomenal in that. She got yeah. like Academy Awards oh, for that. Nah, she should have been nominated. She was she not. should not. She was not. To, not what? Not what? What? Oh my gosh! What? Enough <laughs> with the what? Um, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I, I think these two are hitting so above, so above. Not 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 above their pay grade, but no, they are the, like their pay grade. They're yeah. top of the pay. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. You're talking about? Can That's, we not like was, get into that like okay. misnomer like, that I they're not like these big paid actors? Andrew, they're huge actors Andrew, in the acting field. If I can say that was not the correct phrase that what? I'm looking for. <laughs> Stop with the what? <laughs> Sorry. I'm gonna slap your the face. I mean, <laughs> these are these are what? two. Capital A actors acting at the peak of their ability. And they absolutely take this movie to the sky, I think, from my yeah. opinion. Can you, can, okay, so can you think of a better performance given by Robert Pattinson? No. 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 Nope. No. What else is he in? <laughs> no. He's in a bunch of stuff. I mean, I've seen some of his indie <laughs> movies. <laughs> Did you ever see? Did you ever see Good what? Time? Good Time, um, High Life, or uh, uh, those movies are good with him in it. Did you ever see Water for Elephants with Reese Witherspoon? No, um, I, I did wanted see, to see that. But I, I did see. Um, That's his best dramatic performance. I watched the Netflix I can't movie. Wait, this. I can't wait to see him be Batman. I can't either. I'm oh so my god, he's going to be so that. good because he's such a phenomenal actor. So he's actually said in interviews that his voice for Batman in the upcoming Batman movie was inspired by Willem Dafoe's voice in oh, this movie. Oh, interesting. I fucking love that. Because Willem Dafoe... Yeah. Let's just talk about Willem Dafoe for like 10 seconds. Yeah. Let's... Let ye name a better Willem Dafoe movie. I mean... You can give me close comparisons, but there isn't one. I think so Platoon not, is a better movie than this, but he's uh, not better the best role, part better of role. Platoon. He's a he has a better role in this movie, I think. Let ye he's, name. He's so good. But he did get nominated for an Academy everyone. Award for Platoon, obviously. But he's Platoon's a, he's a, a great su- movie. But this is he's a supporting character. This is in that, the only right? genre so, like, that I wouldn't put the lighthouse into. Is like a a war. No, of course Historical. Not. No, 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 definitely. Whatever you want to fucking call it. So um, other than that, I th- I think this movie also firmly establishes Robert Eggers, the director as one of the best young horror directors to watch, along with Ari Aster and Jordan Peele. I mean, so this is... You know what I like about This is Robert Eggers' second movie. Yeah. First one being The, the Witch, Witch yeah. which we also covered, which is also phenomenal. The Witch. So, the this, is, this is exactly the what Vivitch. I'm talking about. They, they don't... They, those three uh, directors you just named, Eggers, Peele... Aster. Aster. Yep. None of them just... Uh, uh, what's the word? Compartmentize themselves. Compartmentalize. Compartmentalize, or just stick themselves in one genre. Sure. None of them are just horror. None of them are just comedic. Comedic. None of them are just drama. They just do a great way of encompassing everything that makes a movie, which is what I love about their movies is that they. Yeah. It's not. It's not a horror movie, but it is. So it's I feel not like, a comedy. I feel like, but it is. So Robert Eggers and Ari Aster definitely hit more within the horror genre. I feel like Jordan Peele is more of a comedy horror. But it's us, still, us was, that's us was a horror funny, movie. But that like, movie was horrifying. Yeah, that's a horror movie. Oh, but yeah. it isn't. 
That's what I'm saying. That's, That's what also makes funny. them so good. And you think, take, take, into, take into account the fact that Jordan Peele is also a comedian that's now directing horror movies, which, by the way, Chris this was Rock also a thing I, for, I forgot to bring up in the news. Um, the name of the new Jordan Peele movie that's coming out uh, was released the other day. It's called Nope. That's nope. Just nope. Nope. Yeah. Exclamation point? Question uh, No exclamation point. Period. Just nope. Comma? Just nope. N-O-P-E. Nothing. No punctuation afterwards. So it's just... It's a new horror movie no. from Jordan Peele. And actually, uh, Kat, you can look it up if you want to. I forget who's in the cast, but the cast sounds awesome. Um, oh, I will watch everything he makes. Ever. Without yeah, of question. Course, of course. I don't care how bad yeah. it is, because it's going to be good. You can tell yeah, me it's bad. Of course. But of course. But back to The Lighthouse, I think it looks beautiful. It sounds beautiful with the music and the language, even though it's tough to understand. This is, again, like you said, Kat... A perfect movie to watch on subtitles. I know Andrew's been beating the watch every movie on, movie on subtitles I drum. I dig it though. And this brings you to that and realization. It is, a, it is a perfect depiction of a descent into absolute oh. madness. Madness. Yes. Insanity. Gives us a great new catchphrase to yell after ripping some shots. Monkey pump! What? Oh God, I love that what? 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 Like, and are you talking what? about me? My opinion like, is, this, is my this movie, even though it was originally, uh, we'll get to this, originally the idea was to have it based on an Edgar Allan Poe story called The Lighthouse. Shout out to our last episode about The Raven. Go listen to it if you haven't yet. Um, this obviously draws inspiration from the stories of H.P. Lovecraft. Lots of H.P. Lovecraft stories are about descending into madness. And I think this is about one or two scenes away with some tentacles or some Cthulhu or something <coughs> to be the best Lovecraftian horror movie ever made. Can I tell you, you put you that in there? Thing? It'd be it. Can I just say one yeah, thing? Yeah, sure. Like... I understand that they it was meant to be based off a very short story by Edgar Allan Poe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which it wasn't. But yep. this is essentially one or two shots away from being an Edgar Allan Poe story, too. Yep. It's the perfect cross between Edgar Allan Poe and Lovecraft. And Lovecraft. Yeah. Which is what makes it fucking phenomenal. Yeah. It's so dark, it's so dreary, yet it has that science this fiction is a, this element is, to this it. This is about it's as dark such a movie a good as movie. I've oh, seen. Yeah, this movie good. is fucked. This movie, movie makes you feel super unsettled yeah. the whole time. I never feel comfortable watching this movie. This is the, equi- this is the, <laughs> the equivalent of a cold shower. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. This is equivalent of I want to possibly jump off a cliff kill myself yeah. Yeah. because <laughs> this movie it's it's one of those movies that you watch uh, yeah. and you yep. have never Absolutely. felt more uncomfortable yep. in your life yeah. which is why I 100% recommend this movie I agree because most people <laughs> haven't felt uncomfortable and that's the problem alright you need to be uncomfortable cool. we're gonna talk some uh, 2019 horror movies that's the year it came out 2019 yes right. which ones Sweet. came out let's see Alright, so I pulled up my personal rankings for 2019 horror movies in my letterboxed, and here's what I had. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Just, just to give you guys an idea of some of the other stuff that came out this year, and actually, 2019 was a fantastic year for movies. Um, we have one movie in 2019 that we covered on a podcast. Okay. Anyone, anyone want to guess what it is? 2019? Correct. Two years ago. Midsommar? Halloween? Uh, Midsommar we did not cover. 
Halloween from oh, 2018. Oh, we didn't cover... Wait, we've never covered Midsommar? No, we just talked about Are our dislike for it on several occasions. Sure? We've never covered Why? it. No. What? 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 We're not covering that I movie ever. I think we should have someone else All right. on. Okay. Like, or All right. one or two right. people on, like, in addition to us, that actually likes Midsommar. All right. So that we could have it. Audette. Like, Audette discussion. likes Midsommar. Yeah, yeah, we should do that. Okay. Can we just yell at him the whole time? No. All right. No. Children. All right. All right. Sorry, Dad. The 2019 movie that we have covered is also my personal favorite movie of 2019, and that is Doctor Sleep. It is an all-time classic. A fantastic sequel to The Shining, a fantastic movie in general. Fits perfectly within the Kubrick movie and the Stephen King novel. Perfect. Uh, also came out in 2019, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which you still have not seen. That That's was my number number two movie of the year. I think it has horror-ish elements. Mm. I do. Manson yeah, stuff, like, Charles Manson family stuff. It's 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 okay. Fine. Okay. Whatever. I'm just taking, I'm movie. taking a Great. stand. I'm taking a stance. Okay. Also came out in 2019, Us. That's my number three ranked movie. Uh, number four, It Chapter Two, which I thought was fantastic. Mm. It. I never said two. I didn't like It Chapter Two. Uh, I loved It Chapter Two. Cat did not. So no, Kat's you can love it all you want. It's mediocre at mm-hmm. best doesn't make me stupid for thinking that I don't think it's bad is it better than us negative I have a cartoon movie ranked at number five that would be uh, Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles which is an, everything I've ever wanted my entire life um, that's not one a thing, horror movie oh, hold on, I, I'm hold just on. saying what my <coughs> rankings <coughs> nerd yeah, I know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, <coughs> do, nerd. Andrew, we do a movie <laughs> podcast about horror movies. We're all nerds. Newsflash. Am I? Um, at number six, The Lighthouse. This movie, in my personal opinion. Number six. Six. Hmm? Six. Wow. six. So, first off, that is a stacked fucking. Okay, all of those movies that I said stack. before, I personally like better than The Lighthouse. But I, I'll oh. put it this way. If it's five, I also have about another ten poker, movies after if, this. If, if you'd if, like to hear no, what I'd I really say. Don't. No, because once you get past this, if this is your sixth, once you get past my first five hands in poker it's in there all right so uh ready for some facts before we go to our uh categories yeah sounds good all right excellent so uh andrew we mentioned this before this story is very loosely based on the actually no this one we didn't mention before very loosely based on a real life tragedy from 1801 called uh the smalls lighthouse tragedy in which two welsh lighthouse keepers both named thomas uh, became trapped on their lighthouse station during a storm. Uh, one man died, and it has been said that this caused the other man to be driven mad. Uh, some other influences for this story uh, were seafaring literary crass- classics excuse me, by authors Herman Melville from, you know, obviously Moby Dick. Yeah. Big Robert, old Moby Robert, Dick. Robert Louis Stevenson. <laughs> And, of course, as we already mentioned, the supernaturally tinged cosmic horror tales of H.P. Lovecraft. Howard Phillips Lovecraft. Um, and also, although the final story bears little resemblance... Re- oh my god, resemblance. Resemblance. Uh, the film began as an attempt by uh, the writer to create an, a contemporary take on the Edgar Allan Poe story, The Lighthouse. Uh, obviously, it ended up not being a direct adaptation of that story. It evolved into something of its own. But, you know, that's that's where these... Uh, and you mentioned, you, you can feel the Poe influence It's still here. a Poe influence. Like, you can feel the you influence can, from You all can that say that it's stuff, not a right? Poe influence, like, but if that was part of your influence at some yeah. point, then it's going to be a I can influence. see all of that, by the way. I can feel the Lovecraft. I can feel the Herman Melville in there. Like, I feel like uh, Defoe's character is He's pretty much Captain He's such a prototypical fucking... Dick. 
pirate yeah. e bring yeah, I feel like he is, no, he is essentially a vibe. living, breathing, walking version of, of the pirate captain character from like The Simpsons yeah. and also Family Guy. Oh, like, same person. Yeah, same person. So, but he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so obviously, and we mentioned this before, this movie is directed by Robert Eggers. It's his second feature film, which is incredible. The other uh, film being The Witch, or The Vavitch. Uh, go listen to our, our episode on The Witch if you haven't listened to it already. Uh, we also mentioned in that episode that Robert Eggers is from New Hampshire. He's a New Englander. And you can feel the New England influence in his films, because both of his major films take place in New England. The Witch takes place in Massachusetts. The lighthouse takes place somewhere in New England in an undescribed, uh, undistinct location yeah, somewhere. I, looked, I, looked I can tell you. I can tell you lighthouse. one thing. There's one thing that people can never say about Robert Eggers. It's that he doesn't know how to inspire tone. Yeah, he has the best ability at just portraying tone. The tone of every movie he does is so perfectly established. That it's in it in and of itself, it makes you respect that movie even more, regardless of what the movie has to offer. And they're both great movies, but his tone is unprecedented. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So we talked about the New England influence of this movie. Otis, please come on, come on, come on, come on. Make me do less editing, buddy. Uh, despite this movie taking place in New England, it was filmed entirely in uh, Cape Fortune, Nova Scotia. In uh, very real, very terrible weather conditions. Do you know what oh, Nova Scotia know. means? I do not know what Nova Scotia means. What does it mean? I don't either. Uh, but I would assume <laughs> that it means. I would assume that it means New Scotland. Okay. So um, New England, New Scotland. I would assume that that's what that means. That's my guess. Well, somebody should it up. I have no okay. idea. Nova, New. But essentially, uh, when they were filming this movie, they, they had to uh, they had to face freezing temperatures, cold Atlantic water, intense winds, snow, yeah, it's rain. Uh, Nailed it! Wow, great Sun. job! What a genius! And there was also uh, no no trees on the island they were filming on, so there was nothing to shield them from these elements. Right, so they were exposed to these elements throughout the shoot. Uh, during the shoot of this movie, three different nor'easters blew across Cape Fortune uh, during various stages of the production. And then much of the film was shot in real weather elements, as we mentioned. So rain and wind machines weren't needed most of the time, with uh, Eggers stating that, quote, the most crazy and dramatic stuff that we shot was for real. Uh, the crew for this movie actually had to film the scene where, you know, the scene where Robert Pattinson's character goes into the water and essentially up Trying to, to get on neck. the lifeboat. Yep. yep. So uh, he basically, they had to wait until the weather settled down because they were afraid they might actually lose him to a riptide. So they were, like, uh, afraid that he might get sucked under and drowned. <laughs> which is just, So, like, a, a lot of the weather in this movie is real, which is pretty cool. Like, it's, it's tough to capture that kind of thing. And I know, like, so you were talking about you watched the new season Jurassic of the movies Park, that made yeah. us with Jurassic Park. And they Jurassic did the same Park, thing. Like, they same thing. took yeah. that into it. There was a hurricane with 150-mile-per-hour yep. winds that hit that island in Hawaii while yep. they were there. Yeah. And it ripped apart buildings. Yeah. And crazy. Steven Spielberg took one of the Karen guys out and was like, Let's do it. Willie, right we're right filming now. this. Right? Yeah. And yeah. you're like, I mean, what are you, insane? Mm. But it worked out, and look at what it made. 
So we talked a lot about the acting in this can movie. I, can I say something? So of was course. it like how much was CGI? How much was like real filmed? Like uh, I think I think pretty much everything was real. I don't think there was very much CGI in this movie. I don't I don't have it in front of me. I, but it didn't look like it was nothing. It nothing very was real. CGI. That's why May, I was like, maybe I, the mermaid. Maybe well, like maybe, yeah. I mean, but that, that could have been practical effects it. too. I mean, yeah, that was a real actress, and she yeah. probably had a fucking a suit on at that point. It's all been natural. Why are you going to use... I mean, why are you going to do CGI at yeah. that point? That seems no. like an unnecessary expense. No, she could have makeup and stuff in a suit. Like, I mean, That's you what I'm saying. Why yeah. would you use no. CGI at that Absolutely point? Not. You've done this perfect film yeah. to this point. Why ruin it? Right. To me, like Mike said, a film involves no CGI. As soon as you put CGI in it... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. (gasps) No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's not a film anymore. It's a movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Fair enough. Maybe. Fair enough. Except if it's like Jurassic Park. So obviously, yes. we, we talked a lot about the acting, and the two main actors in this movie are Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. I think turning in career best performances, at least... Hundred percent. At least for Pattinson, probably for both, in oh, my yeah. opinion. I, but yeah. um, they were amazing. They put a lot of preparation into these roles. Some crazy things. Here's a few of those things. Okay, uh, they both stated that they barely spoke a word to each other on set and were too exhausted to hang out together after a day of shooting because filming was so physically demanding due to the miserable weather conditions. Okay, Pattinson apparently stayed at a normal hotel with the rest of the film crew. <laughs> of course, uh, Willem Dafoe had to one-up him and stayed in a little fisherman's cottage uh, <laughs> in solitude the entire time to pretty much put himself in That makes character. sense sure. to me. Totally like, if you were gonna, if you were gonna do this, yeah. you would fucking You kind of need to be in your own... I can understand that. Yeah, as if you're going to play a career-best yeah. performance in a movie yeah. where you're a psychopath in solitude, maybe you should be in solitude. Yeah. Here's something that's insane, okay? So we did this earlier, right? The scene where Willem Dafoe's character has the monologue when he puts the curse on Pattinson, okay? Where he's yelling at him, Hark, Triton, Hark, when he's uh, basically Pattinson's complaining about not liking Willem Dafoe's cooking of the lobster, was done in one single take. Wow. That's it. One That's take. incredible. And according to uh, Robert Eggers, Willem Dafoe didn't blink for over two minutes <laughs> while he was doing that monologue. And that scene. That is insane. <laughs> right that there, sounds like an yeah. insane person I know. doing that. Uh, which, I mean, because who is. can even read that? I know. Crazy. I mean, imagine 
You read that, right? Imagine trying well, to memorize he, that. Yeah, and then I read, read that, that once. And while acting and not blinking with crazy eyes. How many months did he have to do that? I don't know. I have no idea. You just I mean, read that, but imagine that she just read so that for time and time he, again. If he didn't do it in one take. Yark, so, you just fucking go with yeah. it, though. It'd be so hard If it's perfect at some yeah. point, you just keep going with it. Yeah. But Willem Dafoe is a phenomenal actor. Does that surprise anybody? No. Not at all. Uh, Robert Eggers said that Robert Pattinson also was equally intense on the set of this movie. (laughs) Here's a direct quote from Robert Eggers, okay? Regarding Robert Pattinson. Quote, Sometimes he'd beat himself in the face so bad, (laughs) or when it was raining through the cottage roof, Rob was drinking the rainwater in between takes. He also spun around in circles a lot. That was helpful for him. (laughs) Or he'd stick his fingers down his throat to make himself gag. Stuff like that. Oh, this type of sicko. This is why this movie is so good because they just go all out, and that's what you. Capital A actor. How are you else going to play that role? You gotta go fucking balls to the walls. Mm -hmm. So props to them. That's, again, why this is a film and not a movie. It's yeah. a film. Well, that's why some of the best movies with the best actors, like Heath Ledger with the Joker, you get in, you get in your own yeah. head. Method, I mean, method acting, sure. It's like you you go so hard and you do an amazing job, but sometimes it takes yeah. a toll on yeah. you. They should be proud of themselves. For so, uh, apparently, uh, Willem Dafoe learned how to knit for this role. <laughs> cool. Right. And uh, apparently they both took dancing lessons. So that they could dance with each other in that Cheers. one scene. Both nice. took dancing lessons. Uh, Robert Pattinson also took classes on how to roll cigarettes, so he could roll his own cigarettes for this movie. And uh, yeah, regarding the accents, that's also a pretty important They're part of this movie. Muffled, I think. Yeah, I feel like. yeah, I think so. But uh, so Pattinson's Pattinson's accent in this movie is based on a very specific area of Maine farming dialect. Yeah, it's okay. a very weird. It's yeah, I can you see can that. hear you can hear like the echoes of a Boston accent in yeah, Pattinson very yeah. a English. little bit, yeah. like a New England accent, what have you. And uh, Willem Dafoe's is basically the jargon of Atlantic fishermen and sailors of the time, which again sounds like the sailor Children. character from The Simpsons and, and Family Guy. Like right. it's, yeah. a, it's like it's like a fucking. Those are a parody of this type of character. So, uh, despite this movie being as good as it is, it was only nominated for one Academy Award, and that would be for Best Cinematography at the 2019 Oscars. Which it should have won. Yeah, it, it, I, uh, I don't know if it won. I, it did it, it was nominated. It was nominated. So, And, of course, the one final fact or question that everyone has been waiting for us to answer... The audio of Willem Dafoe's farts in this movie was added in post production. Yep. I heard about that. <laughs> awesome. That's why. We'll, what we'll real get, farts? We'll get to like more thoughts later. So apparently. More from, farts later? No, more I want to get into it. I want to yeah. get into So apparently, <laughs> from, uh, from, from what, I was <laughs> able, what I was able to find, Otis, thank you, uh, none, none of the fart sounds originated in a, sign, a sound library, so. They weren't like repurposed farts. They were created practically, and uh, sound designer Damien Volpe sa- stated that he won't reveal uh, how he created the sounds of the farts, and that he will take that secret to his grave. So those fart sounds, uh, we may never know how they were actually created. Put your phone on vibrate. I'm gonna put you on vibrate. Put that. <laughs> Hey, so this is at the point now that we've done. We're done with facts. Like every so often, we uh, we if a movie warrants such discussion, 
we talk about the analysis of a movie and what the deeper meaning of a movie might actually be. We've uh -huh. done this with a few of these movies, and I think this is definitely one of those movies that warrants that type of discussion, okay? Because there's a lot here. There's a lot here. So according to Robert Eggers, who again is the director of the movie, uh, the two lead characters, Wake and Winslow, uh, represent figures in Greek mythology. Wake represents Proteus, an old prophetic sea god who was called the, quote, old man of the sea. Uh, Winslow, who is, uh, is Robert Pattinson's character, represents Prometheus, who was a titan and trickster figure who essentially defies the gods by stealing fire, which is represented by the light in the lighthouse. Okay. Gotcha. The final shot of the seagulls swarming over Winslow's body and pecking at his insides as he lies helplessly on the rocks resembles that uh, of the Greek mythological tale of Prometheus. Okay, I don't know okay. that one. <clears throat> so basically in Prometheus, the Greek gods uh, took fire away from humans as a punishment for disobeying them. Then uh, Prometheus stole the fire back to give the valuable gift back to mankind. The gods were outraged by Prometheus' theft of the fire, and so they punished Prometheus by chaining him helplessly to a rock, where each day a different eagle was sent to eat Prometheus' liver, which would then grow back overnight to be eaten again. Ugh. Love it. And so on forever. What a great tale. Right? That's awful. Winslow, who is, again, Pattinson's character, Ephraim Winslow, Howard Winslow, uh, he displays an Oedipal fixation on his boss, Thomas, Willem Dafoe's character, given his simultaneous, simultaneous, simultaneous fear and admiration of him. Pattinson actually commented on this, on their father-son dynamic in the film, and he said, quote, I was pretty conscious of how I wanted the relationship to come across in a lot of ways. He sort of wants a daddy. Seems to make sense when you think about it, right? As the film progresses, Winslow is increasingly, quote, looking for Willem Dafoe's validation as both a boss and as a father figure. You can see that. Mm-hmm. Finally, uh, <laughs> I think it's safe to say this movie is uh, very homoerotic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's again. funny, when you guys were first talking, I'm sorry to interrupt what? you. Mm -hmm. When you were first talking about this movie, I was thinking to myself, I was like, am I going to be watching a movie where like two men are masturbating looking at each other saying monkey could have happened because yeah. Yeah. that's kind of what i was imagining and it didn't happen <laughs> so i was like okay no. well at least i prepared myself for something that yeah. didn't actually happen but would have yeah. been equally as i mean there's a lot of weird kind of scenes in this movie that I'm just kind of, like, make you yeah. feel, like what Andrew said, it makes you feel uncomfortable. It's very movie. unsettling. So, I mean, it's very unsettling. Like As it should be. So, yeah. I wasn't really sure what I was getting myself into. It always feels like uh, Winslow and Waker about one scene from, from fucking each other, right? It oh, feels like Brokeback Mountain, oh, yeah. well, that's if they had only just boned each other, it would have gotten, like, I, I was three kind Academy of Awards. waiting for mm. that to happen. Like, I thought that that was going to happen. Yeah. At a lot of points. Mm -hmm. That's why... And then I never did, and I was like, oh. Well, okay. You yes. put your hope in the ocean, did you? Well, he's like, you don't know, like my lobster. I'm like, is that a nickname for a penis? Like, no, yeah. <laughs> the, like, the lighthouse like, is. I, like, I, I, I understand why. The whole, like, the, whole, like, the whole structure of the lighthouse is a phallical <laughs> penis. I understand. Well, and then it that, means a big that's fat a, that's penis. A, that's a perfect segue, Andrew, because uh, when asked to describe the lighthouse, uh, Robert Eggers used the same choice of words pretty much in every interview, and, and I quote, 
Nothing good can happen when two men are trapped alone in a giant phallus. <laughs> there you go. Yep, there a big go. old fucking cock. How that big right? dick? How yep. that big dick treating you? Yep, oh, it's a big old God. fucking dick. Otis, come on, will ya? Jesus Christ. All right. All right, so uh, before we get into our categories, which is what's coming up next, just a reminder that tonight's episode of America's Hometown Horror is brought to you by Omeo. Omeo, by the way, is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Omeo. Just enter your travel details, and Omeo will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. And best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money. That's a win-win in our books. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head over to omeo.com. Again, that's O-M-I-O.com and use the code OMEO5 at checkout. This offer is only valid until July 31st, so get your fucking ass in gear and book that trip. And it's only for new users uh, on all modes of tran- all modes of transport. Ooh, all modes of transport. Ooh. It's just the pick-me-up that 2021 needs. Omeo, plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply. Ready for some categories? Yes. Excellent. Okay. Cat. The cat category. We cat. will start with you. As always, Catherine, did you find this movie to be scary? Absolutely. Yes. I mean, being stuck in solitude with one other person that you don't even know for how long? I mean, how long was it? Couple it's weeks. Almost, I feel so like it's up. It's up. It's up for debate. In, 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 couple weeks. I think it's well, two it weeks. Wakes. Wakes. Character. Two weeks. Four, even says it. How wait. long have we been on this rock? It was two days. To be, five weeks. Help me to recollect. Right. You know, because like, I was like, it was supposed to be four <laughs> weeks, and then they said so and so is not coming because of the storm, and then they right. split it down it the middle. Weeks. Is my guess. Yeah. Do you think like two weeks? I think it's no. two weeks max. Total. You think? You know how quick you can go insane on a fucking rock with some other guy that you're just drinking turpentine and honey with? Yeah. How yeah. Ins- how quick do you... Th- how long do you think it take before you go insane? Yeah. I would yeah. last like eight days. I don't know how long I'd last. <laughs> you wouldn't last because you've never been in that No, situation. I'd be terrified. Correct. So eight days would... is a long time. Yeah. Okay. I would imagine Well, so. I mean, in Naked and Afraid, they're like, what, 20... That weird show that's not real. Based Naked off and of Afraid, that. the reality show. Yeah, yeah. loves that show. I not love so Naked weird. and Afraid. Not, nothing, it's, it's not real. I'm naked and it's afraid. It's all fake. It's all staged. Um, so okay. Yeah, you just I, called it a reality show. It is a reality show. All right, Andrew. So you kind of waxed po- poetically here is. about how much you love this movie. Did you find this movie to be scary, disturbing? Scary? Can no. you elaborate? Because um, nothing scares you. Yes, you're a hardo. I it's know. real. It's ultimate reality. I could see myself in one of these positions. Which makes you it would be madness. I. That, it's not scary, real, and if it is real, then if in that moment I would be scary to other people. So, right. Is it scary? Possibly. I think it is, uh, mainly because this is kind of like I said. I find like this just depiction of madness to be completely insane, and I think. Even though I joke and I, I love yelling monkey pump whenever we take shots or whatever, I, I, uh, I think the level of insanity and the depravity that you have to have to willingly drink turpentine mixed you with honey fucking just savage. to get yourself through the day, uh, that is a little scary to me that you that humans can go to that depth. Oh, no, absolutely. That's, that's insane. So and I would insane to think about in that, that. situation. That does st- scare me a little bit. If I had nothing to drink. Yeah. 
in that situation, I would do the same fucking thing. Right. I know you would. I'd be like, here's some paint thinner and ginger. Let's get fucked up. And then yeah. you fucking rage. Yep. And you would oh, just yeah. lose your goddamn mind. So. All right, Andrew, I'll start with you on the next category. Your favorite scene, sir. Are. They're all so good. I love my favorite. So my favorite scene is, it's when he's burying him. Uh, Wake, he's... Mm-hmm. Thomas is burying Wake, and he's just throwing dirt on him, and fucking uh, Willem Dafoe is still delivering every line while dirt is getting thrown in his mouth, and I, I have to so wonder, great. is that really dirt just getting thrown in your face, mm. or are they putting, like, food, like, is it, like, Oreo crumbs, so that Maybe. you can actually, like, eat it while you're talking, because yeah. otherwise, that's a really unsettling thing Yeah. as an actor, just be like, here's a bunch of dirt. I'm going to throw it in your mouth. Shovel down your face. From there. Yeah. Keep talking, because you're insane. Mm-hmm. So either he's insane, or they were throwing uh, Oreo crumbs on his face. But also... I um, hope they were Oreo crumbs for his sake. I would love that. Yeah. Um, I love that scene because when it, there's a point where um, Ephraim, or Thomas, mm-hmm. Howard, jumps into the grave with Wake, and for a moment... You feel like he's trying to save him? Yes. Mm-hmm. He's like yes, brushing absolutely. his face off, yeah. helping him out, and you're like, he realizes that he's what he's doing is insane. And then he just is like, oh, there's the keys. That's what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't finish burying him, so does he ever get buried? Does he actually die? Well, yeah. Does that, Rick I, that's die a, in the that's end? A good because question. he's never fully buried. He never gets fully buried at the end of the movie. So my question is, does he die at the end of the movie? Or no, well, he, what the fuck no, happens? No, no, I don't no, know what happens. No, yeah. no, 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 no. He gets out of the of there, and then he goes into the lighthouse, and that's when he kills him. Oh, yes. That is correct. So um, there's that. that. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you are correct. Yeah, thank you. But one it's, more a time. Weird, it's a weird, it's a weird, it's a weird scene to just time? like you I had him. Really you could have, <laughs> you could have finished burying him, and then you stopped. Well, that's why he came why? back, and then he bludgeoned him. Why didn't back. he just finish him? Well, that's a good question. Yeah, but a good question. He didn't. You had him. Is that's because right. he's he so insane? He ultimately did finish him. It just finish him. Okay. Um, Catherine, my favorite, favorite scene, scene. Yeah, go ahead. I actually like at the very end. Mm-hmm. When he is looking at the light, when he finally gets, like, up to the top of the lighthouse, and he's looking at the light, and he, like, opens the thing, and he's just, like, it just, the sound is, like, it mutes it. Yeah. It mutes it, and you just see him screaming, like, yeah. and I'm just, like, yep. oh, my God. Madness. It's so crazy. Like, yeah. so crazy. He's, like, he finally makes it up to the light. And then he just falls down all the stairs, yeah. Yeah. and it's, like, well... Okay. Why did you do that? Like, but great. You just finally got up to the light, and he then you see it, mind. and then you lose your mind, yeah. and then you fall down the stairs, and then you die and have birds peck out your inside. I remember the first like, time <laughs> I watched this movie, I actually was thinking to myself, I kind of wish they had shown what he saw in the light. But the more and more that I think about it, and the more that I've watched it, I'm like, you know what? It's probably better left to the imagination. Absolutely. Right? He just it's saw the light. Yeah. Whatever it is. That's all he saw. Whatever it represents. But he went absolutely mad. And I thought, that's a great point. Like, the muting of the sound and, like, the inaudible just scream before he falls. That's scary. So, actually. That's really cool. I would say shout out to our friend Shano, 
who has yeah. the podcast, the You're Not Listening podcast, because mm-hmm. this would totally be, like, what he was talking about when he was on our podcast, saying that, like, it's the whole environment. So when you're watching it, and you're seeing it, and you're listening to everything, and kind of putting together the pieces all together, it's it's a whole environment yeah. with music. Yeah. Like, in the sound that it creates. And everything. 100%. Yeah. 100%. It creates a whole atmosphere yeah. and, like, emotion Sean is the best by the way and his podcast is called you're not listening listening. music podcast if you haven't listened to it yet uh, check him out go subscribe leave a review also go back and listen to our best horror scores and soundtracks episode which he was on we were live uh, on YouTube for that one so you actually see our faces if that's something you're interested in Andrew you're going to say something go ahead I didn't mean to cut you off you were you held your hand up like (laughs) you were going to say something no was I yeah maybe not no okay fair enough so I was just saying hello. So my favorite scene, hello. it has to be it has to be the Willem Dafoe monologue. Oh yeah, the Thomas Wake monologue. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and like just the the two of them, and like when we said before, what this about movie, the monkey pump? No one monkey said monkey pump. I'm, I'm, I'm getting okay, to that. Right, okay, I'm right. getting to that. If I could finish before yes, you can being finish. interrupted. Go ahead. Uh, so just like that whole interaction is very scary and disturbing. But it's also funny, like the it's way hilarious. It's like when I, we said before, this movie is kind of a comedy. Like those scenes are why, right? Like when they're talking about the cooking and Robert Pattinson is saying that if he had a bloody steak, he would fuck it. Like right. that's hilarious. That's absolutely hilarious. And just like the look on Wake, his face when Winslow says that he's not fond of his lobster, he looks like so genuinely heartbroken. <laughs> it's like it's absolutely hilarious and then he launches himself into this tirade cursing him from the sea gods and all this shit yeah it's fucking like that is funny if it weren't so fucking disturbing you know and then also monkey pump monkey pumps off uh any other scenes noteworthy that you guys would like to mention anything else or should we move on um no those were pretty much what i wanted to cover okay cool uh, at this point, we usually talk about cast replacements or alternatives or cast info, and I would say there should be absolutely no cast replacements I'm, at any point ever in this movie. Um, you couldn't ask for two better I, I have cast replacements. You oh, are an idiot. Okay, okay ready? Um, you guys. You guys should be the cast replacements for the two of them because you guys are ultimately the same people. And if you did that whole movie, so Mike, who'd, who'd be who? So Mike, just so you know, we're gonna finish this dialogue after no, this. After this, that's fine. Because we only did half of it. I, know, and I was I know. very disappointed. That's fine. By that, that's fine. So, so who who would, who would be who? Defoe. Oh yes, I'm the old Absolutely. sickly man brought here Absolutely. by ye bludgeoned bitch. Absolutely. I would hope like, to expect that your husband would be Robert Pattinson yes, in this situation. Yes. So good answer. Very good. Um, you guys. We do kind of act like insane maniacs when we drink together. So I, I was get, watching I this and I'm like, this is really Andrew and Mike. I don't like, know. In for a lighthouse that insane. for eight days. Uh, we're, we're not. Well, but in, I get what in, she's in a lighthouse for eight days. <laughs> this may actually have occurred. I mean, maybe. I can that's see that. what okay. I'm saying. I'm like, it honestly could happen. That's, that's so you Great two call. would be my cast replacements because I kind of would want to see what that. Great would call. Like. Great call. This would be a real life. <laughs> um, it. It'd be amazing. Any <laughs> nitpicks for this movie? Nope. I, none. I, I have zero. one. Um, Kat, you have something? I had a couple. So. Sometimes I felt like it was hard to tell what was like real and what was a dream and what was intentional. Well, that's, par- that's part I of the movie, though. I feel like I know, I like but I also, I mean, that's the movie kinda... is but a dream. 
how it was and fever dream and the whole thing when he's like yeah i mean like when he's like looking up and he's like is there an octopus up there is he seeing that is that like a weird thing is there going to be a monster element in this thing i don't really know they're visions yes um as for the mermaid obviously you know the other thing that i didn't really understand until i feel like we just started talking on the podcast was that both of their names was was actually thomas because thomas right ephraim so that took a while for me to yes, figure out too, and it was, was very like, confusing. But once you figure that out, it's very easy. Because I'm like, well, he's saying it, but he's like hammered. So is he actually talking about? Because he's like, I'm Thomas. I'm I'm Thomas. I'm no. Thomas. If Thomas I may, killed Ephraim, if I may present a question, and he took over his right. Okay. Uh, See, this two, is why I'm like a little confused over a lot of this. Two questions. It's, it's if kind I, of a if deep I may, movie for, for both of you. What did you think of that twist? And two. Once you find out that his name is also Thomas, as is Willem Dafoe's character, are they the same person? Are they the same um, person? The oh. one thing you could wonder is if it's just one guy mm-hmm. mining a lighthouse, losing his fucking mind. I like, mean, is Willem Dafoe wow. an older version of Robert yeah, because, Pattinson's because character Because do any of them ever... Huh. Do they both have the same name? Yeah. Thomas, Tom. And there's, like, them talking to themselves. What? 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 Yes. What? Okay. Otis, my God, he doesn't like when we do that. At the spook dog, folks. No, it could very well be the same guy, an older version of him and his younger version, and he's losing his goddamn mind. Yeah, very well could that. If there's ever a movie where this would be the case, this is the movie. I think so. I could honestly see it being like a Memento or Fight Club situation, that type of thing. Honestly, but I mean, I haven't found anything in my research that. uh, you know, confirms that. I just, like, I... Well, when he talks to himself, right? it's like, not It's not as if... It never, uh, to me, appears as the way another person would talk to another person. Mm-hmm. It They talk to each other the way that you would talk to yourself. Yeah, probably. Very degrading. Very uh, presumptuous. It's just... Oh, absolutely. It's not the way that a normal person would talk to another person. It's as if you were talking to yourself, be like, you're a fucking yeah, idiot. Almost Why as don't if you you're fucking go do this? And like it's not it, it's it, that's just what I get out of it. Almost as if you're having an argument with your own psyche. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like right. it's not how other people talk to other people. Right. That's yeah. a really good point. It's a, a really very offensive point. way of talking yeah. to yourself. Right. And who's in, in most cases? I mean, who's harder? Who's your on biggest critic? Your biggest critic. Critic. Critic is you. Yeah. You are your biggest critic. Maybe uh, so. Thomas Winslow. Or whatever is actually Thomas, whatever Pattinson's character's name so, actually is. So here's the problem. maybe he went to this lighthouse to escape what he did yes. by killing that man, and then man, he lost his and mind. And he lost his mind and turned into Willem yeah. Dafoe. Essentially, if you killed somebody, right, and you were like, "I killed this person," but I didn't actually kill them, and then you lose your goddamn mind, and then you're this Thomas and you're this Thomas. Yeah, and yeah. you're I two mean, different Thomases. It makes yeah. perfect sense. And for this type of movie, that's just what it should be. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. If yeah. that's not how it is, then I don't know what I'm watching. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I think yeah. I think so, and I, I think like if you're if you're capable of taking a step back after watching this movie and looking at it objectively, you definitely see the evidence that there is a case for that. Right. I think you know in my mind. But I digress. So uh, we had no cast replacements. That was pretty much oh. So Just my my nitpick. We I, we kind of <laughs> got off the uh, off too. off the rail there, but that was good discussion. So I'm fine with it. The one nitpick that I had. I do kind of wish it leaned a little bit more into the supernatural than it did. 
For my personal taste, I would have loved that. And as I mentioned before, this is probably one or two scenes away from having it be the best Lovecraftian horror movie ever made. Maybe you get a shot of Cthulhu. Maybe you get a shot of some Lovecraftian crazy cosmic horror monster shit. Something. You're missing the monsters. You're missing the monsters. I understand the point of the movie is that it's just about madness and... The only, like, kind of supernatural things that are going on... I mean, you see the tentacles behind right. Pattinson that one yes. point when he's, like, going to punch Willem Dafoe in the face. And the mermaid shit. Yeah. Like, that was obviously the only other supernatural stuff. But, I like, for my taste, that is, like, the only thing for me that could have improved this in any way. I thought so. Uh, I mean... Is Beth best death even worth talking about here? I no, mean, I guess we I wouldn't even one. bother it. Yeah. We've talked about this movie I enough. One. I think that this okay. movie is so perfect that there is no best death. I think there's there no fair enough. Okay, what's yours? You can give it to me. There is there a death? The seagull. Yeah, actually. Yeah, good the one-eyed bitch seagull. Seagull that he literally wails against whatever it is. Also, check the trivia. Uh, I checked it. Uh, no seagulls were harmed in the making of this film. Thank, thank God. God. Yes. That was, that was, that was gruesome. Just so everybody that knows, I wouldn't have been offended because seagulls suck. I, they I was going to say, I also hate seagulls. If there's seagulls, any bird so. that should be bludgeoned, it's a fucking bird of the gull of right. the sea. Yes. Fuck that bird. So another, another interesting fact about Robert Eggers' two movies, <laughs> The Witch and Lighthouse. The both, both movies the have had posters with the animal from the movie, the main animal. So movie I never saw his posters. I never saw these. The goat one. from the witch okay. and the seagull from this movie. And if you look at them side by side, it's black, very interesting. Black Philip, Black Philip, and the seagull. Black Philip is superior to the seagull. I'll put that on our social media. I'll, oh, I'll, for sure, I'll absolutely. For Jersey. Okay. Um, also, another question not even worth talking about. Would it make a good haunted attraction? Nope. No. Yeah, I said no as well. So, I mean, I guess no. so now now we come to another question where I guess everything is going to be in a matter of degrees. And that would be the MVP of the movie. Um, Andrew, I'll start with you here. Willem Dafoe. Nobody's better. Elaborate. Do Maybe. I need to? Do you know? I feel like it's fairly Maybe obvious a little bit? that he... He's you. Just is... <laughs> He That's fucking, why you love it. I love myself. Because no. I love myself. He fucking, ele- he is just perfect in that role. He, he nails every fucking line. He Pattinson is. is perfect just because he's beautiful. But Willem Dafoe, the fucking scoundrel maggot that he is, <laughs> portrays a perfect dirty sea pirate. He really does. And I've never seen one better. Perfectly cast. Perfectly cast. Yeah. Okay. Who's your MVP, too. Mike? You want me to go? Yeah. Um, I didn't have anything written down here because I just think it's it's so up for debate. Up I, I think I would have to go here. I would have to go Pattinson uh, because... They look alike. Because. because. <laughs> because he's like you. No. No, 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 no. no, no. You pick the I MVP because he's like you. No, no, no. So hear you me out. You pick the MVP because he's like you. Hear me out. <laughs> What? I think Willem Dafoe's character is actually almost easier to play because he's just playing an insane person the entire movie. Pattinson's character is also insane, but he's also trying to play a normal person that goes insane. I think it's established essentially from the first scene that they're together that Willem, Do- Will- yeah, Willem Dafoe's bangin'. character is already insane. They, they bangin'. 
definitely. I think so. It's gay as fuck. But like, I think it's I think it's a little bit more difficult to portray somebody that is descending into insanity than it is to just play someone that's crazy from the get go. So I, while okay. I think they're both A plus fantastic, possible. A plus plus. A plus plus fantastic. <laughs> I have to give the slight nod here to Pattinson because I think this is the type of role that you know post the Twilight terrible movies. He is trying to take on and be adventurous and differentiate himself from that era of his life when he was oh, a teen he heartthrob. Already, he right? did, he he's did done a bunch of movies. Water for Elephants. This is like... Done. Yeah, he's a great actor. So, but I mean, Willem Dafoe is better. I, I hear your argument. I appreciate it. I have a different one. Ye be both, wrong, neither lad. Of them, neither of them are wrong, I would say. What about me? Catherine, your MVP. The Lighthouse. You're an idiot. Do you know why? Just, I'm that's just actually a good answer, too. That's actually it's still the best standing. answer. Yeah, yeah, it sure yeah. is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your, your answer to the question. It's a Lighthouse. The Lighthouse is, is the MVP, because yeah. at the end of the day, The Lighthouse is, is the MVP. And you know what? I actually, think, I actually think that is the, uh, that's a good answer. That's the best answer. Yep. But your response was no Is it still standing? Well, everyone else is dead. No, you should have just gone, Oh, sorry. I'll insert the lighthouse (laughs) sound effect at this point of the episode. Oh, nice. Okay. So, uh, last question, you guys, before we move on to our final thoughts and and, uh, wrap a bow on this little bitch. Do you think that the lighthouse deserves a sequel? Can I start? Yeah, of course you can. So, I think, given my MVP as the lighthouse, I think that, uh, yeah, I would love to see a sequel. I don't think it's going to be a good one because I think I want to see another like set of people in the same situation to see what they would do. That right there. I want to see that, but I don't think it's going to be good. I I have very low expectations if there's going to be a sequel, but I do want to see one because I think it would be cool. Let me be clear. There will never be a sequel to this. I know that, but it's fun to speculate on what a sequel might be. And I would think something completely different from this movie would make an interesting sequel. Let's say it's the same island, the same lighthouse, a hundred years later. Right. 1990, uh, okay? And there are two people that go street. out there, like, not even to watch the lighthouse. People that go out to inspect some shit or something like that. And they get trapped there. And they find the mermaid. Yeah. So I would ask you, do we have any final thoughts about the, uh, the penis movie known as the lighthouse? <laughs> um... No, I really liked it. It was a good movie, and I would recommend watching it, but I'm sure you probably already have if you're listening to this podcast. So, um, it's been out for a little while now, so I feel like most people... Yeah. If you're a horror fan, you probably have seen this. Right. So, like, I don't feel like it's... We could have spoiled it from the beginning, but no. I don't know. Maybe I mean, maybe, maybe this maybe people... Uh, this was too artsy for people? Yeah. I don't I, know. I love the artsy aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, I love I the artsy, I feel like I too. haven't had a good artsy, artsy movie that I really liked in a while. The Witch. Um, kind of, but not, not, this was way more than The Witch. Legit question. Way more. Legit question, because I honestly can't remember. Was The Witch also in black and white? Or no. was The Witch in no, color? No, that was Witch no, in, in color. color, right? Okay, all right, thought so. But this was in, this was also in grayscale, not black and white. Correct. Okay. Yes. Oh, I didn't, okay. There's a difference. Well, yes, there is. I didn't um, know that. It's a different ratio, a different scale. Yes. It's gray, it's Look not black you. and white. It's guys? a very, oh. yeah, it's a very artistic film, the way it was shot, the atonal music, the weird accents. Uh, that's why that's I was saying black. Yes, atonal. Yeah, atonal. that's what yes, you want to yes, say. Yes, yes. Tell me why you fucking like it. That's what we want to that's know. That's what I said. Now we know. Yes. All right, fair enough. Andrew, any final thoughts on The Lighthouse? Final thoughts. This movie was extremely gay, but... <laughs> I'm not gonna not say it. Okay, that's fine. But did you like it? 
Yeah, I fucking loved it. But it was very homoerotic. Does nobody see that? Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. We see it. We brought it up before. We brought it up before. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm just glad that we brought that up because I feel like we would be doing this movie a discredit if we didn't bring up the fact that it was extremely gay. It has to be mentioned. has to be mentioned. Best movie I've seen in that year? Best. This is, like I said before, top five film. I've ever seen film. So you, I this is a fucking right, so film. I also, I also so, uh, really liked it. This movie slaps. Okay, so you, I know we both loved Doctor Sleep. You're willing to call this a better uh, movie than Doctor uh, Sleep? It's a film. Same year. It's a not even. It doesn't even count. It's not even the same. That's it's the not, problem. It's this not movie on the doesn't. Same it's level. not the same. It's so Doctor Sleep is a better movie. Doctor Sleep better is film, an is entertaining. Uh, He's saying Lighthouse is way better than Doctor Lighthouse Sleep. is better than Doctor Sleep strictly because that movie was not made for money. Right. It was not made for recollection. It was made to be a film. And it was a fantastic film. See, I would argue Doctor, Doctor Sleep, Sleep was is also an made, awesome was, movie. Was, was a passion project no. that was made to be I made. Know, it was, no, it was, it was not made to make money. It was a bit no, exaggerated. So. It, was a, uh, it was all about money. It was a, a sequel to The Shining. Exactly. Right. Same. So I, I think, though, I'm so Mike, his, Flan- Mike Flanagan, way. who wrote and directed that movie, I feel like, okay, well, okay. He can obviously, say obviously whatever he wants for to any, say. any movie, the studio does it for money. The filmmaker himself or herself does it because they want to make but the movie. what is the studio paying that person? Money. So if that person is getting paid more money... Who's getting paid more to, for Dr. Sleep? Uh, Ewan McGregor or Mike Flanagan? Easily Ewan McGregor. Do we know? Who's getting paid more what for is, the Lighthouse? No, what did Mike Flanagan Robert make? Robert Pattinson, Willem no, no. Dafoe, oh, well, or Robert Eggers? I would say Robert Eggers. the actors. No way! I'm curious no way. what... What do they make? Do we know what they made? They both made millions, I'm sure. Somebody look it up while we're talking right now. I'm but I guarantee you... I guarantee you that they both made... By far more than Robert. Because Edgar's. without them, they're essentially Robert Edgars is essentially the basketball coach for the team. But without him, there you don't have no a movie. film. Yeah, right. No so, film. Without him, you have a stage play that people can act right. out on stage. And it might be good. It might be, might be terrible. Yeah, exactly. So, so oh. discount the director all you want. Yeah, but. I think that's stupid. This movie rocks. This movie rocks. I think Wait, it's one of the best. I didn't the this director. is one of the best. One of the best horror movies of the last ten years, I think. And uh, it's a great movie. It's one of the best acted movies it I've seen slaps. in recent memory. It slaps. To quote Andrew, and that's what I got. So, I think that's all we got on the lighthouse, you guys. We're gonna wrap this up. Um, here's where you can follow us if you would like more of our ramblings and our social media stuff. You can. First and foremost, find us on ahpod.com. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook. Just search for America's Hometown Horror. You will find us. You can also find us on Twitter at Hometown Horror and on Instagram at Hometown Horror Pod. And you can also drop us a line at Hometown Horror Podcast at gmail.com. Finally, in terms of listening to our show, you can pretty much get us wherever you listen to your podcast. But I mean specifically Apple, Google, Spotify. Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever else you get your podcasts. My name is Mike. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. We are happy to have you here. And as always, I have been joined by my esteemed co-hosts, Catherine and yes. Andrew. Yes. Say goodbye to your listeners, folks. Good night, you motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Evening. Goodbye, Otis. Otis says bye. Bye.
at the spooky hound dog. Hey everyone, it's Mike from America's Hometown Horror. I just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show because, of course, we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.